1592.5, WLXG Lexington, an LM Communications Broadcasting Station. The only no-filter sports show in Kentucky. It's the Alan Cutler Show with award-winning TV sportscaster Alan Cutler. I always enjoyed being around you, Alan, the way you covered sports with a passion. You spoke your mind, and uh, you treated everyone fairly. And I think that's why all the players don't mind coming back and doing this stuff, and they love having conversations with you and catching up again because you, you treated everyone the right way. No filter is no filter. The voice of Central Kentucky with no filter. I love talking to you about this kind of stuff because you, you get it. Slater coming in. And he dies. And he made the catch! Wow. Oh, my word. Unbelievable. Austin Slater takes a hit. Away from Will Benson. And everything is intact thanks to this. Steers not looking for fastballs. Get out to right center field. And a base hit. So Spencer Steers spoils the party. And these Giants fans are going to give Cobb a standing ovation as they should. I don't know what the best catch of the year is. In a clutch situation, I bet Jimmy agrees with me that it has to be one of the best catches of the year. Saving a no-hitter, and Jimmy, I was listening to you and Matthew. I had the same reaction. How the hell did he not break his wrist? I wonder if that's why he, because after he caught it, he kind of laid there for a minute. He might have knocked the wind out of himself, but he was probably also like, oh, that was close. Yes. Because his wrist did the bending. You see it. You know, it happens on those types of catches, but... But he did a good job of cupping it yeah. underneath. I think he lost his breath yeah. for a second. Yeah. Plus, that was... I can't stand this expression. He gave 110%. <laughs> Whatever the hell 110% was that is, and the Reds lose again, and the Reds are falling, 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 falling apart. Our buddy Hal McCoy, the Hall of Famer, was on the other day. You know what he calls what the Reds are now on his Facebook column that you need to read? What's that? Team Slump. Oh. Team slump. And please, shut Abbott down. I don't want to go into a Reds tirade. Not now. I've got too many other things we must do. First of all, this is a very, very special show. I mean, nobody in the history of Lexington Radio has ever had as many guests on that are high quality since I started this October 31st. I don't give a rat's. You like me or don't like me. That's the truth. 250 plus. I'm not talking about duplicates. Okay. <laughs> I don't set this up to have four guests. We have four guests today. And they're all really good. At 12.15, I'm proud of this young guy, Corey Price, stat man for UK football for the spectacular Tom Leach, came up with an idea. This is the 50th year of Commonwealth Stadium slash Kroger Field. How about putting together a list of the all-UK team? Great idea. It's a great idea. And so he's got, you know, a bunch of teams out. I only voted for the first team because – I looked at him going, I, I can't tell the difference between one and two and stuff like that. So I did the first team. He had over 50 people. That's former players and media members. That's current media members and former media members, which I thought was smart because there are too many media members today who have no idea who Derek Ramsey is. I mean, I'm serious. Or you don't really know. You know the name. You might know who he is, but you don't really know. I'm not trying to be insulting. It just is what it is. Take it for what it's worth. It's true. I've talked about it a lot. Some yes, not all. Not all. Okay, so that's coming up 12.15. He's announcing it here exclusively. 
My buddy Keith Farmer does a great job for LAX 18 at 12.30. Might be a little bit later because of what happens with Corey. 1 o'clock, Walt Wells. The job he's done at EKU is spectacular as they get ready for another season. Then at uh, 1.30, never heard of this man. Um, he is the play-by-play man for Ball State, getting ready for football. Mark Tidrow. So looking forward to that. And Thursday, Shane Boyd, one of my all-time favorite people. He'll be on Thursday. And also Brad Taylor. Yeah, the same Brad Taylor, the bottom line, the day before Kentucky plays in football or basketball, he's going to join us with about 15 minutes left in the show to talk about the betting angle for Kentucky. Friday, no show! Next week, I know we have Scott Boley, dad of Cutter. Okay, so... um. I'm curious what you think. Now, the good thing about Jimmy is is he disagrees you're going to throw it right in my face, right? Yeah. Have you ever? Now, I poke on KSR, correct? Because mm-hmm. they are who they are. I mean, you know, the, the old-time thought in the media was, don't mention the competition. I thought that was dumber than you know what. Really. You know what they told me initially? Don't cover the Kentucky Derby because you're going to help people watch Channel, <laughs> Channel 36. And I'm going, that's dumb. The whole world in the state of Kentucky is going to watch the Derby. I don't care if it's on 18. I don't care if it's on 27. I don't care if it's on 36. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> at 36, the ratings weren't good. Didn't make a difference. Guess what? It's the freaking Kentucky Derby. Everybody's going to watch it. They actually told me that. I thought that was so stupid. It is stupid. Yeah. And, and it's a very I, archaic way of thinking. Archaic is a very nice word. Yeah. It's, it's just a very nice word. I mean, it is what it is. You respect people and so have you ever felt i was ever being mean to either matt jones ksr ryan and the boys there no i don't think mean no have you ever thought i poked on him pretty strong uh i would say yes yeah have you it ever? was never to the point where i was like oh that might be towing the line oh but no I, no I, no I, I can tell you it's never been nasty no. not once have i poked him yes yeah have i made fun of them yes yeah have they ever made fun of me yeah probably oh i know they have yeah Ryan talking about me being in a speedo around the swimming pool and stuff like that. It's, so it's all good. Yeah. I respect the hell what they do. This is what they did this morning. Now, so I'm listening to you and Matthew, and I come in, where the hell's Matthew? What, did you murder him or something? He did this really, really good golf interview with Ron C-Rack. Really, I mean, the story that he got that this great writer wrote about Joanne Carner, who's 84, plays around a golf, is in a tournament, right, in the seniors, right, the fact that she's in the seniors is incredible. And now four hours later in 90-degree heat, she's hitting golf balls. I said, this is a great – and by the way, you know what she is? Do you know what she is? She's one of the greatest competitors of her era. Didn't say women's golf. Didn't say women, did I? No. She's one of the greatest competitors, athletes of her time. Didn't get enough love because what? It's women's golf. So that's really good. So I'm flipping over to that, and then I'm flipping over to KSR. And I didn't hear, I don't think, the whole thing, but just about, they're trying to figure out we're going to play Cal's Bites <laughs> if we have time. <laughs> Me and my big mouth. If. if, if. So Cal was on ESPN. He's doing a little tour. It's, it's good love for Cal. It's good love for Kentucky. It's all good. And he said, and hopefully we'll play the soundbite, he said he's got two seven-footers, and I believe he said, who think they're seven-two. I think he said that. That's a paraphrase on his roster. Wow, speculation. KSR is having a lot of fun with it. Uh, does that mean Big Z's not coming? Uh, does that mean Bradshaw is hurt, not going to play? And I think everybody thinks he's going to play, but that's neither here nor there. Does that mean that Ugo, with the surgery, is not going to play? He said he had two. 
I just oh. meant, I just mentioned three. Yeah. So they're coming up with all kinds of things. It's kind of goofy, and they're doing a nice job with it. All the reasons why. So I start texting Ryan at a red light, of course, after listening to the golf interview, and I'm going, "You guys got this wrong. You got this wrong." So I say to Ryan, "Bet you a beer, y'all have this seven foot take wrong. Take the bet?" Question mark. No. It could go a couple different ways. And I went, no, you never mentioned why Cal did it. Then I went, none of you. Me with a bunch of exclamation points. There's a surprise. Then I went, ha-ha. And I said, this is obvious as my nose. You know why Cal said he had two seven-footers on his roster? Why is that? Because he's only got two. (laughs) (laughs) Because he expects to have three. It would be stupid of Cal. Let me repeat. It would be presumptuous of Cal. Let me repeat. It would be stupid of John Calipari. It would be presumptuous of John Calipari. And by the way, he, he doesn't usually slip with these things. Cal's really good at this kind of thing. Yeah. To say that he has three seven-footers if the third seven-footer isn't officially on his roster. It's that simple. I would bet your paycheck on that, Jimmy. Isn't that nice? I bet your Thank paycheck. You. You're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Well, I might make you some money. He technically is on the roster, on the website. Because he's signed. Yeah. yeah. Is he here? I don't know. I don't think so. We don't think so, but we don't know. Is he eligible? Uh, another question. He's not eligible yet. Also, you want to get down to technicalities. Ugo is listed at 6'11". Maybe that's what Cal meant. Uh, could be. Could be. I doubt it because yeah, Ugo think probably so. thinks he's... Yeah. Have you ever met... How many 6'11 guys do you know? Not many. How, uh, how not many have you met? A couple. Tr- okay, trust me. I've probably met more than you because of yeah. what I did for like 45 years. Yeah. Anybody 6'11", you know what they say? What's that? They're a seven-footer. Yeah. Do you blame them? No. I've, I've known a lot of 6'10 guys who said they were what? Seven foot. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you blame them? No. No, it's all good. Have you known guys that were 6'1 six, <laughs> six who said they were 6'3? Oh, yeah. Have you known basketball players who were listed at 5'11 and they said they were 6'1? Yeah. Have you noticed yeah. basketball players who were listed at 5'11 that might have been 5'9? Have you noticed basketball players listed at 5'11 were 5'7? Every, Come on! Everybody gives himself an extra cup. It's inches. all good. Yeah. And so this is my <laughs> guess. And if I'm wrong, Ryan's going to bust my chops. And I deserve it. He can't say it because I don't think he's officially a Kentucky Wildcat. Now, hmm. what they do is they will put you on the roster when the rosters come out if you signed. But I just don't think Cal will do it. That, that's just me. I, I just don't think he'll do it. Uh, by the way, uh, a little kudos to Jack Pilgrim. He had, I, I was guessing this, but it doesn't matter. He had it. He was. Uh, he did a thing where they let him inside with uh, uh, the camp that Cal had. Uh, Dillingham's put on 13 pounds. I was going to guess it'd be 8 or 10. That's pretty good because guess what? He's probably lifted more weights and done more training <laughs> in the past two months than he has whatever. So uh, that's good. Is he still too thin? Probably. Do you want to put on 25 pounds quickly? Hell no. And that's the key, is he just as quick. So, supposedly he is. Supposedly he is. Um, the other thing, we mentioned the other day there was an or at right tackle. That's how it's listed on the depth chart. Jeremy Flax or Cortland Ford. And uh, Yenser put out that Flax will start, Ford will play, and they are going to rotate. They are going to rotate. So, we will see. Uh, another couple quick notes. Um Ty Ty Washington was dropped. I think a lot of people know that. Signed a two-way contract with Milwaukee. So you know what that means? When he initially went to the NBA, his guaranteed money is gone. That's a really good lesson for leaving early. 
And by the way, I like Tate Washington, and I stand by this. Well, all the crap Cal took, and I've said this before, had he been healthy that year, do I think the season would have been different? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how good he was early on? And then he got hurt, and you know what I think they did? I've said this before. They rushed him back. They rushed him. He lost his quickness. But he And I've said this before. He was wonderful in the G League. Look, in the G League, it's tough to average 20 points a game because everybody wants theirs because they want to show what? That they belong in the NBA. Average 23 points in the G League. And one of the games he had, whatever his high game was, I'm sorry, I forgot. I should have looked it up again. Neither hand or there. But it was kind of like, wow, his numbers are really good. I think he's an NBA player. I think he's going to have to scrap. Can I see him getting a chance with Milwaukee over the next year? Yeah. 23 points, 6 assists, 4.6 rebounds in the G League. So he's got a two-way contract. I hope he's put his money away. Because if he fails at this, guess where he's got to go? Maybe Europe. Yeah. Although he might get another chance because he's, you know, when you're that far under 25. So I wish him the best of luck. Absolutely wish him the best of luck. And by the way, we're going to play some of these sound bites from Cal. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be nice, Jimmy. I'm really trying to be nice. It's true of Stoops. It's true of a lot of coaches. Some of the sound bites he had on ESPN, you could plug it in yeah. and put it how many other times he said. But that's for us here. People around the, the nation that don't see and hear Cal talk all the time to them, it's like, oh, it's this profound thing. But all Kentucky fans just roll their eyes like, how many times have we literally heard the exact two sentences come out of his mouth in that order? I'm going to give you an 80% agree. You know what the <laughs> other part is? There's yeah. only one word you used I don't like. What's that? Profound. Oh. <laughs> Other than that, I'd give you a hundred. <laughs> to, to some people, it is profound. Yes, though. well, eh, not that many. But here, here's the point: so you cover the NCAA tournament, right? And you get all these writers and stuff that show up the NCAA tournament. There's a lot of big time writers, a lot of national writers, a lot of writers from different cities and stuff like that. And they haven't had a piece of cow. So guess what? They're asking so many of the same questions that he's only answered, Lord knows how many times. And and by the way, because they don't have the answer. Yeah. And the other thing too is, you know what? Kind of bothers me a little bit. I often wonder how many of those guys don't do any, and gals too, but mostly guys, how many of those guys don't do their, when I say guys, it's guys and gals. I'm sorry I need to say that, but in today's world of being politically correct, I wonder how many of those guys don't go back and read all that stuff. I think some do. Some do. But I think a lot don't, I think a lot are lazy. Or, how about this? You're running for Chicago paper, and let's say you're covering DePaul. I don't know when the last time DePaul's been in the NCAA tournament. Probably 1832, Ray Myers, whatever. The point is, so they have to write a sidebar story, and they might be saying, I'll just regurgitate something that was in Lexington. Is it 12-15? We didn't play a single Cal soundbite. We cannot go to a break. We must get Corey Price on the air. Did I do it again? Did I do this again? Amazing. Um, I am so... <laughs> this guy, Corey Price, I'm trying to picture where he'll be 30 years from now that I won't be here. I don't know if Corey Price is going to become as, Bill, as big as Bill Kitely, but I think Corey Price is, in his own way, going to become big. Corey Price, I'm proud of you. How the heck are you? I'm doing well, Alan. All right. Uh, so- I, 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 I agree, yeah. Bill, Bill Kitely's on a level that I'll never reach, but yes. Um, only 99% of the people in the history of breathing in the state of Kentucky, I think I would say, but that's okay. I, I think Bill yeah. Catley is well-liked and more important than how many governors. I'm not going there. I'm not touching politics. Okay, so <laughs> let me tell you what you did, okay? So 
if I've ever had a good idea once or twice in my life, internally, I would say, why hasn't anybody else thought of that when it was really good? So you did the same thing, but I got to tell you, I didn't think of it, and I give you kudos. So tell me how you thought of this and what we're about to do. Uh, well, uh, uh, actually, 10 years ago, uh, I did a bunch of stuff on a website that I used to write for, uh, com about the 40th uh, anniversary of the first game ever played at uh, Commonwealth Stadium. So it was, it's kind of been in my mind um, ever since then. But um, So September 15th is the 50th anniversary of the first game ever played at Commonwealth. And uh, I think uh, being 50 years, that's a pretty big deal. So, um, and I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure if UK is doing anything themselves for it. So I figured I'd try and do something myself. So I went on Twitter and asked as many local media as I could, uh, newspaper, TV, radio, uh, internet, blogs, so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, I was lucky I got 61 people to uh, respond and give me their opinions on the best players at UK over the last 50 years. And I decided to make three full teams uh, with with the results, and I'm happy to announce them here soon. Okay. Um, you know, I'm curious how many of your choices were different from the final team. I'm going to guess you had almost all the same, but there has to be something. Just a number, if you can think of it at the top of your head. Uh, actually, since I was... Uh, since I was heading this, I actually didn't make one myself. Oh, no, you should have, because then you yeah, put your, No, 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 we should have talked, because how many people yeah. voted? How many people voted? Uh, 61. Okay, so you should have been one of 62. You know, and, right. and, and think right. and think of it, Corey. You love Kentucky football. I I, I, I don't think I can press that enough. And, and I got to tell you, now you're young, and I'm saying this on purpose. How old are you, Corey? I turned 38 this past Friday. Oh, my gosh. That makes me feel so old. Um. <laughs> Okay, but you have a greater knowledge of Kentucky football than I think a lot of media people because of your fandom. I'm not ripping anybody, so you should have you should have told me that, dude. I would have convinced you to vote. Okay, it's not a, I don't want to get sidetracked. No, no, don't apologize because what you did is great. Um, are there any surprises, or you just want to go down the list? What is the best way for you to announce? Which I think this team. Let me tell you something. They should put this on the bulletin board. There's no question about it. Yeah. Who let him in the house? Keith Farmer is here. Oh, wow. Wait, hang on a second. Security, security. <laughs> <laughs> Turn Keith's mic on. <laughs> Have a seat, Keith. Good to see you, dude. I thought you weren't coming in. I, I don't want to sit. I may want to run away. Well, that's true. I thought I was coming in. I thought you said you couldn't uh... come in. You said you wanted Keith, to see my pretty face. Yeah, that's true. I always do. Uh, Keith is also one of the, of the 61 people that uh, turned in a ballot. So. I did. Uh, yeah. I w- Thanks to the extension. Uh, me no, too. No problem, he no gave problem. me an extension too. <laughs> and you only did a first team. That's weak. Well, you know what? That's weak. Uh, okay, okay, it's weak. You're right. <laughs> okay, you're right. How did and you and kn- so it began. Wait a second. How did you know I only did a first team? Because I listened to your radio show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you hey, kind of put that out there. I did put it out there. Yeah. Here's my problem. Right, Jimmy? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't want to take away from Corey's, Corey and his time. I don't either. Okay, but I struggled. I'm being honest now. Yeah, I did too. I struggled looking at, seriously, for a second team, there were so many guys that I would put on the second team versus third team, and I'm going, 
they both deserve to be on the second team. And, you know, you can only have two tackles, you know, the way Corey laid it out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm going, I can't do this. Now, did I wimp out? No, nah, not really. It, it was hard. It, it, it was, was hard. hard. I, in a way, I felt like, all right, do I do a, do I do second team, third team? Or, you know, because I don't know them. At, like, I don't know. That's getting hard. That's starting to get like, sure. I'm leaving somebody out now. You know, so it was hard. Corey, Has Corey me, started? Yeah, no, he was about to start. But let me Good. throw one thing. The one thing I was very conscious of, and I'm really curious about you, Corey, and Keith. Mm-hmm. I was very conscious, because this is a pet peeve of mine. It has, nothing, it, it has not exactly to do with this. Too many people forget what happened 30 years ago, 40 years 100%. ago, 50 years ago. And because of that, I did not want to slight somebody from the 70s yeah. who was special. And, and uh, there's one choice I made that I didn't think would make the first team, but he was a first-round draft choice. Uh-huh. And there's another guy who didn't make the first team who also was a first-round draft choice from my time in the 80s. So I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm going, you're a first-round draft choice. Oh, one of them, George Adams, geez, I... I've watched forever, neither here nor there. So I wonder, I, I didn't want the old guys to be slighted. I did not either. And, you know, I am old enough to remember some of those older guys. Not totally. I don't totally remember their playing days. I remember Derek Ramsey brought him up, and, and he's one of my favorites. But, you know, I don't know if he's top three. All right, Corey, uh, how would you like to, to tell us? You tell us how you want to do this. Uh, we can start with the uh, first team, if, uh, if you like. Yes, please do it. Right, so at quarterback, uh, I would say it's pretty obvious, uh, Tim Couch. At running back, we have Benny Snell Jr. and Sonny Collins. At wide receiver, Craig Yeast and Randall Cobb. Tight end, Jacob Tammy. At offensive guard, we have Dermani Dawson and Larry Warford. Offensive tackle, Gary Kennard and Warren Bryant. Center, Drake Jackson, defensive lineman, Art Still, uh, Oliver Barnett, Dennis Johnson, and Josh Pascal. At linebacker, Josh Allen, Wesley Woodyard, and Bud Dupree. Defensive back, Mike Edwards, Javard Lindley, Daryl Bishop, and Melvin Johnson. Kicker, Austin McGinnis, punter, Max Duffy, kickoff returner, Derek Abney, punt returner, also Derek Abney, mm. and head coach, Mark Stoops. That is the first team. I was trying to follow along. It was hard. Yeah, but, I, but yeah. I, got, no, I, I got a bunch wrong. Corey, since you didn't vote, would you have voted a few differently or not? And by the way, just because I got a different one doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. That's silly. Mm-hmm. It, it, silly, and the odds are I could definitely be wrong. But is there anybody that you would have voted on the first team that's not there? Uh, may have done uh, Rick Rick Newsom at center, maybe. Um, Interesting. I think I think I had the, him on one of my three. Oh, okay. The, the rest look pretty good to me. Um, hmm. Maybe at wide receiver. Uh, maybe, maybe Abner Burden and Steph Cobb, maybe, but that's probably about it. I would say. Okay, Keith. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, again, trying to keep up with um, all of them that he had. I had Newsom first team. Okay. Yeah, can't yeah. argue with that. All right. Uh, yeah, Jacob Tammy, I think was a no-brainer. I think Tim Couch was. Um, Benny Snell, Sonny Collins. 
I had Wandell first team. I know he was only here a year, but right. for what he did that year, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. You know, it really was. Either. You know, and yeah. I mean, but you know, again, it's like, is it right? It's apples and oranges. Yeah. You got you got guys behind him that are just as good. And Derek Abney, Keenan Burton, Stevie Johnson, Randall Cobb. I had Randall Cobb third team. I don't know. That was just me. Okay, so I'm glad you said you had Randall Cobb third team. You know what I did? What I, I just I'm, so. In deference to two things. One, they didn't throw the ball a lot when he was here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Two, you're a first-rounder, and they don't throw the ball a lot. Yeah. And three, my initial premise about attempting to not slight the guy from the 70s, and and, and yeah. I, saw, I saw him on tape, but I never saw him lie, so I can't lie about that. Yeah. I put Randy Burke as one of the wideouts. Oh, okay. Over Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. And, and does that make yeah. me a terrible person? Right. Well, I, I, and you know, Randall Cobb's also quarterback, right? Well, so, he, I mean, you know, I mean, well, not that he was going to make the list on on quarterback, but I'm just saying that took away from his time at wide receiver. True, but I actually thought of an, another category for Corey, and he doesn't want to hear this. He's going, he, Corey's going, <laughs> shut up, Cutler. I worked my tail off of this. You, you, you don't want to hear this. Can, can I say it, Corey, or no? Sure, athlete, athlete, athlete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's coming. Yeah. Well, hey, Corey, yeah. I tell you what, I'll make you a deal. 50 years from now, when you do the 100 years and Keith and I will be dead, you and Jimmy will be together and the athlete, okay? Oh, I will. Okay. So, don't worry. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. I I did not put Benny Snell. Who doesn't love Benny Snell? Okay. I put Sonny Collins Mm -hmm. and George Adams. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, That's not bad at all. I'm just, you know, that I felt terrible. That's just what I felt. Um, I didn't put Drake Jackson. And I, that was the one I wrestled with more than any other decision. Yeah. I put John Toth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who I was wrong. I, you know what? I was wrong. I thought they both would play in the NFL. And Toth had a lot of chances. I know he, you know, he was hurt, and I don't think he was yeah. ever the same. It's not the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he captained some really – he really helped the offensive mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have Bud Dupree on. Mm. And, and, and I struggled with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Allen. Linebacker's tough, isn't it? Chris Chenault was number two in the history of Kentucky. Uh, yeah. In in yeah. tackles, still yeah. is. Had he not put Jim Kovach, who's number one. Right, right. Right? Yeah, that's what it did. And then I put Josh Allen. And uh, uh, to, to be fair, I, I encourage people who selected to consider Josh Allen and Bud Dupree as, as linebackers, which I can't, you know, they did kind of play like a DN role at times. You're so right. And you, and that, you, you, so that was a little tough. You know when you did that, you know what you did to me? <laughs> you ticked me off because I was having enough trouble as it is. And then I was trying, Corey, to slot him in one or the other, and they were like 1A in both. So I, I really said, Corey, thanks a lot. Because I spent about five minutes I'm going, why did he do that? This I'm having, I'm struggling yeah. as is. Um, I also had a change in the punter, and I had Glenn Pakalak. Mm-hmm. Every, he, yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he was great. But what's wrong with Max? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he won the Ray, Ray Guy Award, so, you know. And what a tackler. I, again, I thought he was going to play in the NFL for 15, 18 years because, you know, punters can play forever, mm-hmm. and he's built like a rugby player. Didn't he play <laughs> rugby or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hard, yeah. So um, I'm hoping, for your sake, Corey, this gets a ton mm-hmm. of publicity. I hope to see it tonight on BBN. Oh, did I just say something? <laughs> like, actually, I just jinxed you because <laughs> I just now re- it was his idea. It, no, no, it's not <laughs> my, no, 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 no. Keith does not need me for ideas. 
Um, <laughs> I I hope the Herald Leader picks it up honestly. Yeah, yeah. I hope KSR picks it up honestly. Mm-hmm. I hope the Courier Journal picks it up honestly. Who am I forgetting? Mm-hmm. A sea of blue. Uh, yeah. Name it. Yeah, name it. Right. That that's a better <laughs> yeah. way of putting it because. I'm sure I just ticked somebody off by forgetting somebody. But <laughs> I, I think everybody, Cat's Paw should put this up. Did, who am I forgetting? I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. That, I'm sweating because I hate forgetting people. <laughs> but seriously, I, I, I think this should get a lot, a lot of love everywhere. I'll tell you something else. You know where I think this should be? The right. UK program. Oh. I think this should be put in the UK program, and I think it should be in the UK program all year. Mm. What else should the UK yeah. do with this? Come on. Help me, Keith. Help me, Corey. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, honestly. I mean, they're they're pretty busy uh, doing other things, so I don't know. I'm okay, sure. I got one more. You ready? Sure. You re- Keith is even going to give me a look. I think all these guys should be invited back oh, yeah. to a football game mm-hmm. at Kroger Field, and I don't care if it's your first team, second team, third team, fourth team. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Now, you introduce all the first team, and then the, all the others come out. Because, you, you know, trying to announce 50 guys at halftime, yeah. it, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to slam anybody, but I really think the University of Kentucky, this is a – Corey, what you've done is beautiful. And, and, and I know Mitchell Barnhart doesn't like me, and that's fine. I don't give a rat's. Just take this idea. What a standing ovation there would be at Kroger Field if all these guys – and they all couldn't come – do I think most would come? Yeah. Do I think most would make a strong effort to come? Sure as hell do. Can Kentucky afford to buy plane tickets for all these guys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're looking at me funny. No? You agree? No agree? What, did you belch or something? You made a funny face. Do you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> That's, come on, we spent how many years together? So look, I haven't seen very often. No, no, I would. I think that would be really cool. I just don't know where all the logistics are for it, and and whether it's possible. Right. But but I think it'd be really cool it, to see them come back. You know, fifty years of of football in that stadium of various yeah. names, and and I think it would be cool. Okay, it's a logistic nightmare. Mm-hmm. Okay, anybody inside UK would have to do the work. Is probably cursing me out now, and they should. <laughs> I get that. You tell me how you feel about this. Let, let, I want Keith to go first because I think this is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You're a Kentucky boy. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm a Kentucky boy. Like, oh, how yeah. long do you have to live here before you're a Kentucky boy? I Mitch, mean, do Mitch I, Barnhart said that to me the other day. Yeah, how long do you have to live here, and, right? And by the way, <laughs> uh, you did a really good job with the interview. And, and um, yes. Mitch, I thought, was honestly humble. And, mm-hmm. and I believe the sincerity of what Mitch, Mitch and I might not always agree on some things, but I believe the sincerity of everything he said. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't. I mean, again, I don't want to take away yeah, from Corey's time here. But, but, but thank please you. tell me what you think. Um, I, I would love to see all these guys come back. You know, if if if, if nothing else, first team. You know, and, and get them back in here. It's fifty years of football, and um, you know, I think that would be fun to be able to recognize them and honor them for what they did for this program. I could not agree more. You got another feeling about what? Did you realize how good this was when you came up with this, or did you go, "Holy mackerel! Why isn't anybody else doing this?" I guess, uh, I guess I was slightly surprised that uh, once again, uh, this is to, to my knowledge, they could have something that they're doing, and I just don't know. But I was a little surprised that uh, there wasn't anything uh, planned for this because, like I said, I mean, this is pretty big uh, in fifty years, you know. So, so I figured. Uh, I take my chance and ask some people, and I was lucky enough that I got a lot of people that were wanting to uh, respond. Corey, did you get a lot of response from the former players? Like, was it like fifty-fifty players media, or was it a little more players? 
Oh, it's definitely uh, more um, uh, local media. I, I honestly, I only asked, uh, I think, three or four uh, players. Oh, gotcha. Um, so it was, yeah, as uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, it skewed, obviously, people that were uh, a little younger. So as you might see on these three teams, there's not, uh, it's not a whole lot of players from, from the 70s. I think there's about seven or eight, I think, from uh, the 70s combined with all, all, all three teams. But I, I certainly tried my best to mix it up with uh, people that have covered the team currently, people that used to cover the team. Uh, but on Twitter, uh, a lot of people that are um, older either aren't on Twitter at all or they don't get on it enough to where you know, they don't see my, my message or anything. Yeah, I was hoping that some people like uh, Jesse Reif, that's our executive producer at BBN Tonight, he sat down, he went yeah. through like records and went through like you know mm-hmm. some of the record books to see where some of those older guys stacked up with the guys he knew. Right. And, and so I thought that was good on his part. I was hoping everybody else was, was kind of going that route and uh, and everything. Hopefully, are you going to email all of us that voted and let us know the, the top three? Uh, I can, sure. Of awesome. course. Awesome. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that um, way we can get it out. I'm there. sure somebody yeah. from the Herald Leader, if not many, voted. Correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, both Mark Story and John Clay. Did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's put it this way: I, I will be shocked if one of them doesn't write a column. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, seriously, Corey. I, I, anything else with this, dude? I applaud you. Seriously, I, I'm proud of you. I applaud you. Um, you come from a different perspective. I can't believe he's 38. I know. <laughs> um, what else is in your cranium about this, about this, and what you did? Uh, well, uh, I did. Uh, I did ask uh, several uh, former players and even a former coach to uh, send me a a short clip of what they felt was their favorite uh, memory, uh, Commonwealth. And I'm hoping to post that on Twitter uh, later tonight. I've uh, got, I think, 19, 19 or 20 uh, ex-players and one former head coach that sent me something. So Wow. I'm, I'm really looking forward to posting that on Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, a mixed bag at some players from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and uh, recently. So How, was, how was, are you going to put it out? If uh, I just, I'll, I'll just do a thread. I'll post them one. Like, each player gets their own, like, tweet or whatever in, in, in the thread can i make a suggestion sure because uh, i'm very shy about suggestions Ask Keith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, hey, Corey, i've never heard one of those yeah, before you should see the look the look i got from keith i deserve that the other look i've never seen before i know you for how many decades you gave me a look i've never seen like you know you know me too well i thought i knew you okay so my suggestion is do it do one a day mm-hmm. at the same time and then save a couple words because, you know, my problem on Twitter because I have such a big mouth is, is cutting it down to get into the – and say you'll have somebody else, you'll put it up the same time the next day. Spread this out. If you got nine, spread it out over 19 days because people can always go back and look at you get more play. If you put out one thread – did you say at 19? I'm sorry, Corey. I think it's – yeah, I think it's 20. I think it's 19 players okay. and one, one coach. Great. If you do 20 on one thread, guess what? The odds of anybody sifting through all 20 is almost 2% at best. If you do one a night, you want to know something? You will get not only a lot more love, but people will also go back and look at maybe the day before, the day before, the day before. Right. Trust me, when right. if I if I can help you with this, Keith, am I right about I'll, this? I like that. I like that. The, the, okay. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, can, can we say this? Keith actually said something nice to me. 
Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's on the record. You gonna defend it, Jimmy? <laughs> Corey, what else, dude? This is I, I'm proud of you, and I think this is great. And I th- and seriously, I hope UK jumps on the bandwagon and and runs with this of what you've done. It's beautiful. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know how much time you have, but I mean, I can go over the second team and third team if you want. Absolutely. Oh, no. Ab- okay. Absolutely. Okay. So second team uh, quarterback, we have Andre Woodson, running back Mo Williams, and Chris Rodriguez Jr. Ro- wide receiver Wondell Robinson and Kenan Burton. Tight end James Whalen. Offensive guard John Schlarman and Logan Stenberg. Offensive tackle Landon Young and Antonio Hall. Center Luke Fortner. Defensive line, Zadarius Smith, Corey Peters, Dwayne Robertson, and Jeremy Jarman. Linebacker, Danny Trevathan, Jim Kovach, and Chris Chenault. Defensive back, Winston Guy, Marcus McClinton, Lonnie Johnson Jr., Paul Cahoon. Kicker, Doug Pelfrey. Punter, Tim Maste. Kickoff returner, Craig Yeast, punt returner, Lynn Bowden Jr., and head coach, Rich Brooks. A lot of pro players in that. Mm. A lot of pro players. Hell of a list. Number three, your third team, all 50 years of Commonwealth Stadium and Kroger Field, Mr. Corey Price. Uh, Quarterback, Jared Lorenzen. Running back, Mark Higgs and George Adams. Wide receiver, Lynn Bowden Jr. and Derek Abney. Tight end, C.J. Conrad. Offensive guard, Bunchy Stallings and Todd Perry. Offensive tackle, Mike Piper and Chris Comstock. Center, John Toth. Defensive lineman, Jerry Blanton. Myron Pryor. Dean Wells and Sweet P. Burns. Linebacker, Marty Moore. Avery Williamson and Frank LeMaster. Defensive back, Van Hiles, Dallas Owens, Eric Kelly, and Larry Carter. Kicker, Joey Worley. Punter, Glenn Pakalak. Kickoff returner, there, there's a tie between Lynn Bowden Jr. and Derek Locke. Punt returner, Randall Cobb, and head coach, Frank Kersey. It's a hell of a list. I, I have only one thing that makes me sad about all three lists. And by the way, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at anybody, but it just... To me, one of the greatest players in the history of Kentucky is not on this list. Who is it? Derek Ramsey. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That was a hard one to, to pick. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, are you... Who you take off? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I get right? it. I, I, I'm, because I'm... I'm and I, you're talking in a different era where they didn't throw it as much, right? Correct. Right. It's like, exactly. oh, that's a tough one. But he was a leader. Oh, and yeah. still is a leader. 100%. And strong as an ox. Yeah, still. And command. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. And command. By the way, and that's not a negative comment to anybody who voted. So, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You know, it's the that's old. That's how hard it was. Yeah. So, remember when they had 64 teams and everybody, it, it became so popular, the NCAA tournament, yeah. and so-and-so didn't get in, so-and-so yeah. didn't get in. And I early on said, okay, they should go in. Who are you taking off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if there's any, I mean, uh, Ramsey was fourth. So yeah. he was just outside the top three. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Anything else, Corey? Because 
Congratulations, dude. This is great. I just, uh, I really want to do this because uh, I, I love the program, and I know uh, over the years um, the, the success hasn't been there consistently, and I'm not going to get into this debate, but sometimes the program is overlooked overall as a whole with other programs in, in uh, with the school, but I just wanted to, you know, share this and, you know, they're just, it's, you know, there are so many great players that played over the last 50 years. I, I you know, the least I could do is you know, shine, shine some light on it. So I was happy to uh, do this. That's awesome. It's great that you did it again. And, uh, Corey, I just want you to write down one thing for me. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. October 24th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's about to say, the answer is no. October 24th, I'm expecting a really young picture of one Alan Cutler. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, actually, He's good October on birthdays. 24th. Yeah, uh, that is my uh, mom's uh, birthday as well. Actually. Oh, nice. Okay, Happy so birthday you to that. your mom. <laughs> yeah. And forget mine. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you don't follow Corey, you need to. Not just for the stats, <laughs> but dude, you come up. I hate you, Keith. <laughs> you come up with some unbelievable pictures of people in the past. Yes. And, and yeah. I'm, Keith, I'm sure the same way. Oh, Not every yeah. time, but there have been a lot of times I just – I start laughing out loud. I think mine was middle school yearbook or something. I don't even know where he found it, so I don't even know how he does it. But I'm expecting a good Long Island oh, picture of Alan oh. Color. Have you ever gotten a picture of anybody in diapers? <laughs> uh, no, no, I've, I've not. No. If you, let me now, be come on, Corey. You've always been straight up with me, right? You're going to give me a no filter, honest answer, right? Of course. Yes. Okay, so if you found somebody, maybe Keith Farmer, if you found somebody that it was birthday because. The, the stick that you do, I think, is spectacular. In diapers, would you use it? If I found it, I probably would, yes. The question <laughs> would be finding it. Uh, <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Corey, you're great. Uh, bless you, dude. Um, like I said, I hope all the media, all the online, whatever, I hope they all jump on this. I hope UK jumps on this. Um I just might have added to UK's budget by flying in a bunch of people. <laughs> I, you, you know, yeah. in your point, the tradition of Kentucky and the right. fact that you are so right, Corey, I think partly because of basketball. We're not going, I'm not yeah. going to go into a tangent. Partly because right. for a lot of years, UK football sucked, and UK football right. now is really good. Okay, so I, yeah. you credit as credit is due. They were great with Ramsey's teams whatever. I think some of these guys, you put it perfectly, have been overlooked because the program hasn't won more, and you're shining a light on them. And you know what I was thinking, and, and Keith, jump in here too. This is the kind of thing Alabama would do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Corey thought of it. Yeah. So bless Corey for doing it, but then UK should take the next step and celebrate these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, we we mentioned it, and, and I agree with you. I, I would love to see them do that. Um, I just don't know what it would take to make it happen. <clears throat> money, so, money, money. Yeah, Corey, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Alan. Hey, I appreciate it, dude. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and if you promise me one thing, if you ever get a picture of me in diapers, you will not use it on my birthday. Can you can, can you make one? Just send it to me. me. Oh. Uh, I will send it to Keith. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what, Keith will will put it online so fast his hands will be shaking hitting the button. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. Corey. Be good. No, thank you. You too. Was that great? That was awesome. That yeah, really, yeah. yeah. No, that's uh, that's good stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to getting the uh, email and being able to kind of pour over it a little bit and see. Where mine stacked up and and all that, so yeah, and I missed some, you know. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I did too, you know. Um, 
But again, I hope some five of the, or six. Yeah, easily. some of the younger people took advantage of looking up some stats and learning about the older guys, you know, and not leaving them off. You know, what I thought you were going to say Randy Burke owes me a beer because I put him on a list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, here's a good story for you. Uh, so I heard him mention Paul Calhoun made. I think it was second team. Yeah. Um, Paul Calhoun lived in Louisville, so when I was working up there, yeah, I happened to run into him one day. I was like, he introduced himself. We talked for a second. I said, "Man, do you know what I remember about you?" He's a good DB. I think that's what he made. He's second a team DB, and a hell of right? A punter. And I said, "But you know what I remember? I was there the day you hit that 80-yard bomb, that punt." He goes, "You remember that?" I was like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> because it just stuck in my yeah, my brain like like how do you, you know, he got a great bounce. It was a great punt. Yep. Got a great bounce. It rolled yep. and rolled and rolled and 80 yards later. So I was you like, were wow. you were in diapers and I covered that game. Yes, yeah. You think were in it diapers? was, yeah. No. Oh. Come on now. You're not that much older. Yeah, but you I mean, you're ready to retire again, but you're not that much older. <laughs> if you know something, look at Jimmy smiling. Jimmy's going, I can only hope and pray. <laughs> Cutler retires again. Uh, we're going to have about 10 minutes with Keith when we come back. I want to mention Terry Page. Took a lot of your time, Keith, but thank, right. but thank no, you. I like that. It, it was, yeah, it was, that fun. was special. Yeah. 859-373-0578. Terry Page. Page eight five nine three seven three oh five seven eight. I talk about her every day. So many of you have gone to see her because I talk about her, which is great, and you're getting help, and it's wonderful. She's a licensed massage therapist. She is spectacular here in Lexington at Top Notch Salon. And as I keep on saying, you got to text her. It's the best way to get an appointment. And um, I don't know how deep in September she's booked, but she was. Booked a week or two in, into September, about two weeks ago. So um, it's tough to get in. She's cutting her schedule down, which will make it tougher. I'm telling you, I think she's spectacular. Terry Page, check her out. 373-0578. Coming up more with Keith Farmer, who will tell us exactly how many games Kentucky's going to win. So you can go and bet and make a lot of money because Keith couldn't possibly be wrong. Not, not, right. not all the pressure, Keith, is it? None at all. It certainly is not. 1300 yeah. AM, 92.5 FM. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN, 92.5 and 1300 AM. And on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by Republic Bank. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle, and we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to A.J. Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. When you're a Republic Bank customer, your financial life is always close at hand. The Republic Bank mobile app makes it easy to deposit checks, pay bills, and send money to friends and family from almost anywhere. Plus, you can view your transaction history, transfer funds, and even find the nearest banking center or ATM 
all from your mobile device. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. Message and data rates may apply from your wireless carrier. Member FDIC. It's summertime and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including five-hour energy shots, buy two, get one free, and Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper 20-ounce bottles, three for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop, return, refresh, refuel. Lexington area weather. Really nice conditions expected for your Wednesday afternoon highs into the upper 70s, pushing 80 degrees with mostly sunny skies. Tonight we fall into the low to mid 50s, and the beautiful weather continues on Thursday. Highs tomorrow, once again, struggling to reach 80 degrees with sunny skies. I'm ABC 36 Storm Team Meteorologist Dylan Goday. Brought to you by Maple Leaf Roofing. Wowing Central Kentucky, one roof at a time. Back to No Filter Radio with Alan Cutler. Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Google, Monday through Friday. Keith Farmer, you're starting stuff again. I, I, I know. That's a lie. Yeah, I, it's That's not. a lie. It is not. Right now, go look at my phone. <laughs> I can't get into your phone. I can I go know. look at my phone. Okay. I follow you on Twitter. Okay, but you weren't at one point. No, I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Here uh, we no, go, Jamie. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Wait a second. Here we go. Do you think I've ever lied to you? Mm. Don't don't put me on spot. No, like I'm it. serious. No, no, no. no. You haven't. Okay. No, you haven't. Now, do we bust each other's chops? <laughs> we just did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you lie to me busting my chops? Oh yeah. Every chance probably. you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would I do the same <laughs> every, every chance I get? <laughs> Keith Farmer, sports director at Lex18. Um, do I say co-host of BBN? Or how do we put or, or host co-anchor co-anchor of BBN tonight? Yeah. You guys do a good job with that. Thank you. Um, so does Jesse in putting together. Um, yeah. My fear for you, I told you, off the air, is like, what the hell are you doing in the middle of July? Because <laughs> we right? had the same problem because. Yeah, before, just doing three minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be, before you came back from Louisville, the edict was, and I remember going in Bruce's office, are you out of your mind? And he says, no, no you'll figure it out. And that was, the end of, that was the meeting. Yeah. You know, try to do a Kentucky story in July when you can't talk to anybody. So we would stockpile. I stockpile stuff sure. for years. Sure, sure. A little easier now for us now that you know we do have the rights with them. We can go over and talk to them some in the summer. We can go, you know, find former athletes. We we can do a lot of stuff. We we filled the show. It's funny because Tony Neely always comes up to me and he says, "Well, you fill in 1940 because <laughs> that's the official time, I guess, of the show." And he's like, uh, "I was like, yeah, we're getting it done." You know, we had like probably really to be honest with you, there was probably two weeks. Somewhere in July, that was kind of really hard. Um, you know, maybe early July, and it was really hard. And then we were fine after that because too many around UK are taking vacations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That or just you know, just trying to find something going on. It was yeah. like a dead point of sports. You know, it was like nothing happening. So, yeah. Well, one, you guys do a really good job with it. Thanks. You know, two, there are restrictions. It's got to be a totally positive show, and I'm not ripping UK. That's any show in the world with that kind of thing, so there's nothing negative where I'm coming. And, and, and three, um, you guys, and I'm pimping for you for people to watch it because I watch it every night, either live or tape. Yeah. I don't have any – first of all, the truth is I don't have a choice. And, and, I, and I say that <clears throat> nicely because it's part of my job to watch your show, but I enjoy watching your show. You know me well enough to know that's a compliment. That is, yeah. Because 
my analness of preparation. So I don't have a choice. Yeah. But I like watching the show. So to me, that's a public will take it wrong, but you know me. That's a compliment. Your show's no, really no, good. No, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. Especially since there have been times I've gone, what, what are they going to put on today? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's got to be difficult. By the same yeah. time, too, here's a plug for you guys. You guys will get interviews no one else gets. Mm-hmm. Forget about me. I can't get it. But the other TV stations can't get it either. And it's not like they can't work for it. And it's just the fact because you have the contract, that's an advantage, but you're taking advantage of it the right way. Yeah, I, I like that. I like the way you put that. I think I think we are. You know, we're we're finding the, we've we've gotten a good balance with the sports information directors over there with the PR, and I think we're trying to show the bright side of UK. We're trying really. I mean, I think you know if you want to get to know the players, there's no better place. I mean, because there's a lot of times players, coaches, we're sitting down with them, and we're getting the chance to ask them a lot of. Stuff that you just don't get in your press conferences, right? Right. It's like, you know, why did you grow up playing basketball? What, you know, why did you, what drew you to baseball instead of this sport? You played all three growing up. Yeah, things like that that you just don't always get. And I think you got some of that when you were working. I really do. I think you've got a lot of great stories and um, you did your research, which, you know, and, um, and I think you got those, but you didn't have a half hour to show it, all that. No. You, know, you had a minute and a half, minute 45 if you begged <laughs> for extra time. Did I ever do that? <laughs> Kathy, i got to have more time. No, there was a fender bender in Versailles. We have to take time away. There's a small, That's a slight exaggeration, small but it's really tree not. down in Richmond. Yes. <laughs> Let's go cover an accident in Corbin. When they got there, Everyone's it was already gone. cleaned up. Is it, by the way, we're telling the truth. It, and we did a lot of great things, but we also did some things that just yeah. didn't make any sense. No. And by the way, that's not just 18. It's every TV station. Yeah, yeah. We had True. we had good. We had stuff that we all shake our heads at. I don't care right. where you work. But, I mean, you know, to be able to sit down for a half hour and talk about, you know, things going on at the university. I mean, you know, there's no – we didn't have that time. Like, even me, I don't have that time in my 6 o'clock to talk every sport that's over there. So now we have, if you want to know anything that's going on in any athletic department at UK, I think, you know, whether you like me or Maggie or not, whether you like, you know, anything, I think you will appreciate everything that's being done. You know, right? nice, you know the nice thing I can say about you and Maggie? You've been together doing the show for how long? Not very long. Not, not super long, no. Less than a half a year? It's not a yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys look like you've been doing it, not for 30 years, but you guys look like you've been doing the show for three or four years. You have a really nice chemistry, and and, and it's a credit to both you and Maggie. It, I mean, it's really interesting how quickly uh, – I am I don't watch the Saturday night, but the two guys who do the up news updates, you probably know who they are. I, I rarely watch Saturday Night Live. But, oh, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and – um, I saw an article that, that I loved. It was fascinating. Apparently, when they started, they were terrible together. Ah. Terrible. As a matter of Col- fact... Colin Jost and Michael Shea. There you go. Yeah. And, and Lauren um, uh, Michaels yeah. even admitted how bad they were. Wow. But because he's Lauren Michaels, and he's got juice, and he can... Who the hell is going to tell Lauren Michaels what to do, right? Right, right. And, and he, nobody should tell him what to do. He's earned that right. Mm-hmm. I love the fact where he talked about where you have to, at times, let people be bad so they can become good. Sure. That there's too many decisions in broadcasting where you give up on somebody when they might be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I've been fortunate to work with a few 
great co-anchors over there for for this show just since we've had it. And I'm telling you, Maggie is she's we're lucky we still got her. Yep. She's terrific. She knows her stuff. She researches her stuff and never stops. And um, so I, I'm fortunate she makes me look better. So well, <laughs> this is what you need to do with Maggie. Yeah. Remember me when you're making a million bucks a year somewhere. <laughs> she wants to leave. She, she's going to go places. She she really has that shot at going somewhere big. She she definitely does. So again, I, I'm so happy we still got her. You know, when she was here, I'm trying to remember the example, but I just kind of went wow how thoughtful she is in preparation of things she wants to do would overwhelm me, by the Mm -hmm, way. mm -hmm. You don't see it in my generation very often, Mm -hmm. and you see it much less. And I know I'm harping us, but today's kids don't do the work that we did. Yeah. And you do now. Yeah. And I'm not being negative. It's just the way it is. It's not because of the good old days or whatever, which happens to be true, but I'm not going there. I, I was amazed at her preparation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, so just so you know, we've got a good crew over there that helps. It's not just, you know. You have an army. I know. You right? have, how many people work on that show? Well, there's seven now. Oh, my God. We lost one, so we, <laughs> there's seven. Um, yeah, but, I mean, that's the thing is that you can look at, at what me and Maggie are doing because you see us all the time. Sure. But what Jesse does, what Sierra is doing, what Nick, our photographer, is doing. I mean, we've got several producers and and they're putting the show together every day, and Maggie's also one of those that's helping put it together every day. And and just they do a fantastic job of of getting that done and showing off the UK athletics. Actually, I hate to admit this, I was jealous when I saw how many people you had. And then oh. you know what I, my second thought was? Yeah, good for you guys. Yeah, that if you hired the right people, and it obvious it's obvious that you have hired the right yes. people, this thing could be really good. Yeah, because you can hire seven turkeys. Yeah. Five turkeys. Oh, sure. And you're up the creek. No, you've got some really, really good people. Sure. We got about a minute and a half left. <clears throat> I'm super excited for the season. Like, I've been in a long time. Yeah. You tell me how you feel and why. I feel like this could be. I, I don't want to say surprise team. That's not a good word because that signals that they're not supposed to be very good. I think this is a good team that we're going to see probably be even better than we expected. And, and all I need to see on Saturday is how this offense looks. I feel totally confident. Special teams, defense, I think it's just the offense. And it's only the unknowns, right? It's the rebuilding of the Big Blue Wall. It's Liam Cohen coming back. It's Devin Leary, who I think they're trying to not hype very much because... I'm glad you said that because I believe that too. Because Jimmy will tell you, I've been saying forever before no, it became popular, I, I can't wait to see this guy. He's got a touch on the football. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. They're trying. They just want... They know the hype's going to come, right? They're trying not to start it yet. I not, think that's, I believe that's what. Not happened. to put pressure on him? That or just, you know, hey, let's not let the guys know that we're really excited about this guy and that they need to really prepare for him. And I'm not knocking Levis, and I've made a big point of that. No, no. I think he can do some things that Levis can't do. Maybe he'll be able to do down the road, and yeah. I hope so for his sake. And maybe things Levis can do that he can't do. I don't think Larry will ever be able to run like Levis. Or throw maybe that deep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think his ability. One of the things I think he's going to surprise people, mm-hmm. his ability not to run, his ability to extend the play, yes. moving his feet in the pocket for that extra, as you know, second or two that some of these kids who can fly are going to get open. I'm yes. not talking Now, will he ever scramble? Sure. But like Levis, no, he shouldn't. No. But that one, one and a half, two seconds that he can buy, because yeah. I've looked at tape. I know you have too. 
he can throw it on the run. Yeah. Not when he's sprinting. I mean, when I've seen when he's kind of moving and throwing, right. it's really good, Keith. But on top of that, it's the fact that they talk about him not only keeping the play, but he sees all he it's like he has great vision because he evidently sees all those receivers out there and he's waiting on that one to get open. Anything else about the foot? I really wanted to talk more about the football team. But. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's much better with Corey though. I what else? It. What about you know, you're around the team. What else do you see that we might not see that you're saying, hey, blah, 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 keep your eye on on blank, or this could be really good. See, for example, I'm not as concerned about the offensive line, and they were horse buck last year. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah. I don't know about the best offensive line he's had, yeah. but I, you might have three pros on that line. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, so I'm maybe I'm dumb. I'm not worried about the offensive line. And I'm not worried about the or like you were talking about earlier. I love the fact that they've got Jeremy Flax and Cortland Ford coming in and rotating. I'd love to see them rotating more like when Schlarman was here and rotating guys around, you know, just, just to – it's a tough league, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a tough league. Well, I think it's two different things you're saying, though. The or is because they're so close, and I think in many oh, cases yeah. – the or means you're not good enough. In this case, it might be oh, you have yeah. two guys that are good enough. Right. Yeah, oh, I agree. And, and I agree. The, and, and I think that means they both can play. Not just against Ball State, but against Georgia. You you may see both rotate in and out. I get a feeling you're going to see both rotating in and out all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is I couldn't agree with you more. This will be interesting to see how many of the backups play the other four positions. Mm-hmm. 10, 15 snaps a game. Right. To get experience yeah. and also to save injuries. Right, exactly. And, and just, to, again, you're out there so much battling in the trenches that, you know, you'd love to spell a guy for a play or two here or there, right? Best sound bite you heard all training camp. Oh, gosh. I know that's terrible because you've got all these sound oh, bites. Gosh. Best story off the top of your head. Best thing that made you go. I'm, I'm just trying to stall some, for you. Best, <laughs> best thing off the top of your head that you went, ooh. Um, Marcus Cox, the uh, the, the offensive lineman yeah. Yeah, from, from Northern Illinois. First time I had a chance to be around him was after they actually broke training camp, I think. Or maybe they were still in training camp. But he comes up to about three or four of us, and he makes a point of, hey, how you doing? And shakes our hand, each one of us. I thought wow. that was kind of cool. You don't see that every day, right, from wow. him? Wow. I think um, seeing Dane uh, Key and Barry on Brown, they've become like brothers. Like, I'm talking like, and you know, it's kind of natural. They're at the same position. But they are... They hang around each other. They're close guys, and, and I think that's really cool. I think the way Devin and Ray approached coming into Kentucky by here's what I can do and now turning on the leadership role, I, I think that's really cool. I, and Marcus Cox has done the same thing. If you saw his mic'd up segment. I did. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, he's really a, a leader out there. Okay, this might be sticking my nose out. I'd never do that. I think Ray Davis is going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the most overlooked transfer of all the transfers. Ooh. And you had a, because Lever's not overlooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I think it's somebody I saw you had the other day. Um, last, you had him on. With, with Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where his shoulder pads weren't on. Oh, and, yeah. And so he looks like, this sounds silly, not, not that he's smallish or little, mm-hmm. but without the pads on, he's got big shoulders. He does. <laughs> he's, I mean, he. Of course he's built. He's a football player. Duh, that sounds stupid. Yeah, no. But he looks ripped. Kind of like Trevin Wallace. Like we joked how he looks like oh. a he looks like a uh, an Avenger or like yeah. a like he's yeah, he's stout without the, and you're like, "Oh, he doesn't even have the 
<laughs> the pads on. But how about the three Georgia guys? That was kind of a cool story, too, that we had. You yes. know, the linebackers. So you had Martez Thrower, uh, Derek Jackson, and Trevin Wallace, all from like almost the same area. And now here they are at Kentucky and leading them in the linebacker room. You know, I think that's cool. I knew they were from Georgia. I didn't know the same area, like honestly, until like I saw a half hour, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I, I don't know one Georgia town from another. That was cool. Yeah. Um, promise me you'll come back about three weeks or a month from now just talk about the season, when you can fit it in your busy schedule. Jimmy, I thought he was going to say three years. Yeah, I can do that. You think I'll be here in three years? Oh, yeah. You think? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You just ruined Jimmy's day. <laughs> hey, you're the best. Thank you, buddy. Um, appreciate it. Always lucky and honored that I had a chance to work with you. Oh, same here. I, I really appreciate yeah. it and everything I learned along the way. Um, yeah, what not to do. Yeah. Keith Fox. <laughs> 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 that was great. <laughs> yeah, I think Jimmy liked it more than we did. Look at the, look at the smile on Jimmy's face. Uh, Walt Wells <laughs> coming up next. Keith Farmer, thank you, dude. I really appreciate you it. Bet. We got to take a picture. 1300 AM, 92.5 FM. That was good. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by the Don Franklin Family of Dealerships. It's summertime, and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up, and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including planter's nuts, buy two tubes, get one free, and assorted Pringles large cans, two for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop, return, refresh, refuel. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. Finally, it's here, starting September 28th. You'll be able to bet all your favorite sports from the comfort of your home or anywhere with DraftKings. How about a little celebration? All new customers get 200 bucks, 200 in bonus bets on lunch day when you sign up using the code LEXSPORTS. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, they offer all kinds of things. About anything you can imagine, you can bet on it. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code LEXSPORTS. That's LEXSPORTS to get 200 bucks in bonus bets once the mobile sports betting goes live. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Coming soon to Kentucky with the code LEXSPORTS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus, physically present in Kentucky. Subject to regulatory and licensing requirements. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Bonus bets must be wagered one time and stake is not included in winnings. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash Kentucky. When you're a Republic Bank customer, your financial life is always close at hand. The Republic Bank mobile app makes it easy to deposit checks, pay bills, and send money to friends and family from almost anywhere. Plus, you can view your transaction history, transfer funds, and even find the nearest banking center or ATM all from your mobile device. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. Message and data rates may apply from your wireless carrier. Member FDIC. 
Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to AJ Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. W223-CV Lexington. ESPN Sports Radio 1392.5. WLXG Lexington. and LM Communications Broadcasting Station. The only no-filter sports show in Kentucky. It's the Alan Cutler Show with award-winning TV sportscaster Alan Cutler. That was great. Corey Price with his... All-UK team from Commonwealth Stadium in Kroger Field over 50 years that he announced, and we broke it exclusively, and all the ramifications. I think it's a beautiful thing that Corey did. Uh, Keith was part of that, Keith Farmer, and then he stayed till 1 o'clock, and Keith said to say hi to our next guest, Walt Wells. Walt is excited for obvious reasons. He's done a hell of a job at EKU. You're about to start the season Coach, I know you're going crazy, but you carved out a few minutes for us. Uh, thank you so much. So, um, yeah, how's your stomach as you're getting ready for the season? <laughs> well, it's it's been busy today. I've probably been in more meetings today than I've been in all year. So, uh, it's that time of year. It's trying to get everything straightened, everything together. Uh, you get a chance to sit back later on and, and think about the game uh, as we get a little closer, maybe, and, and start worrying about all the, the factors that come in with that. You know, some of the things that are going on in EKU I think is really cool. Like yourself, A.W., I'm sure there's other coaches that I don't follow, just being honest. But, I mean, right. the two of you getting extensions and long-term extensions and the stability for you and A.W., because in particular, you two guys, as far as I'm concerned, if EKU is lucky to keep you for the next 20 years, that would be lucky for them. And, and, and the fact you have a quarterback in his sixth year – I'm seeing some stability at EKU, and again, some of the other sports. I'm sorry, I don't follow softball. I'm not going to not going to lie about, it, nor am I embarrassed. There's only so much I can do, and I'm not sliding softball. I mean, their athletes work as hard as anybody else. Point being is, when you're part of an organization that is obviously trying to breed stability, and you're really good, and they're trying to do that, I think it says a lot for the organization, which helps you succeed which is what you're doing you see where i'm coming from yes sir uh, no doubt i think matt roan our athletics director has done a great job of uh, valuing what we have here at eku and, and trying to create value for eku and and you know i think we all know coach kid did that for for however many 39 years that he was the head coach and then as a player and an assistant many many more years and trying to get back to some storm of uh, stability and and consistency is what Matt wants, not just for the football program, but as you see, like as you said, with AW, you know, with our basketball program, bringing in Greg Todd from Moorhead to be our women's basketball coach, who I think is an outstanding coach. And and I'm I'm going to, you know, Jane Worthington was the the only higher coach kid made as an AD, who is our softball coach, by the way. So you know, uh, and, uh, and 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 you know, I I think the consistency that they're trying to provide uh, not only to us coaches but to our student-athletes and, and to our students in general. I mean, uh, the place has changed. I came here originally in 97, and now it's a totally different place. 
And, uh, of course, I've left and gone to different places and came back. And uh, it, it has changed tremendously. And I think Richmond's a good town. And, you know, so close to Lexington, you can pop up and do whatever you need to do. But Lexington can pop down here too. Tell me about the going against Cincinnati <laughs> this Saturday. Well, I mean, obviously Cincinnati's been a uh, really great program the last uh, however many years. You know, what is it, two years ago they were played Alabama in the semifinals in the college football playoffs, and a lot of those players are gone, but uh, there's still a handful of them back, including two really, really good defensive tackles that I'm having nightmares about some. Uh, but uh, they're a good football program, and I know Scott will do it, Coach Satterfield will do a great job and uh, and have them ready. They've got Emory Jones, who – uh, you know, quarterback that, uh, you know, did some really good things at Florida and left when Coach Mullen left and, and went to Arizona State and had some injury problems there and is now in his sixth year, just like Parker McKinney at, uh, at uh, our quarterback at, at Cincinnati. And so he's got a lot of experience. He's been in front of these crowds. It's a sellout crowd there, so they're juiced and energized about being in the Big 12. I mean, I can go on and on from, for everything that they have. I mean, they've got some good players still there. And it's going to be a it's going to be a huge challenge for us, but we're looking forward to it. It's probably easy for you, but not so easy maybe for some fans and maybe some players. Not to think you can't look ahead. We all get that, but human nature is human nature. You got Kentucky the following week. You you can't even think about them, can you? Uh, we worked on Kentucky this summer, and we worked on them some in training camp, just like we would if we were playing. You know, Austin P and, and uh, Central Arkansas the first two games. That's what we're always going to do. But, no, not this week. I hadn't, I hadn't thought – I mean, I know a lot about Kentucky just because, obviously, my relationship there. And, and you know, I mean, we're 20 minutes south of it, 30 minutes south of it. So, we're going to know. But, uh, no, we haven't we haven't picked up a film on Kentucky in, you know, 10, 12 days probably. <laughs> okay. And that makes sense. Um, you get in uh... – Comments from fans when you go out about Kentucky, 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 or uh, well, the the beautiful thing about Richmond is you know you you can love two teams really, and but but now on next Saturday they're going to have to decide which one they love, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've been getting a lot of a uh, lot of uh, you know comments, and and you know of course we're so close to Cincinnati, we have a lot of alum up there too. We're getting those too, so it's. You know, I, I get everybody's uh, feelings and understand what everybody wants out of the situation, and uh, and we'll we'll give our best. Uh, we'll do our best, but we got to worry about Cincinnati first and foremost. Walt Wells, kind enough to join us for a couple minutes. The outstanding Eastern Kentucky football coach. You know, I think Parker McKinney is a great story for a word that I'm big on. That I don't think we see enough of in today's sports society. Loyalty. This, this, yes. You're getting him for a sixth year. He only had 33-8 and eight last year, 33 touchdowns and eight picks. I mean, you're talking it's better than 4-1. to one. I'm assuming the obvious that he had all kinds of wink-wink chances, and I mean this with no disrespect, and you know this, to go to a Power 5 school and start, but because you guys were the only ones to offer him a scholarship, he has been loyal to you because you've been loyal to him, and the fact that he came back just like a lot of the basketball players are coming back when they didn't have to. I think that's not good. I think that's spectacular. Well, I think, no question, I think it speaks volumes about who Parker McKinney is and how he was raised by his parents and uh, and the loyalty that he has and, the, and, and, quite frankly, the love he has for Richmond and EKU. I mean, he could have gone to a lot of places. Uh, you're, you're right. I mean, he, he was offered 
um, salaries that, that that would far outweigh all of my assistant coaches to go play at other places. Really? And oh yeah, and you know he he chose to stay here. Well, I mean, we do have a collective here that they got involved and helped called the Maroon Fund, um, but it's nowhere near what what <laughs> you know. Uh, some people may say he's not a great businessman, but uh, but Parker is. Uh, he, he was comfortable here. He was he he loves what Andy Richmond, our offensive coordinator, does with him uh, in our, in our offense. He he felt confident that we were recruited at a high level and replaced the guys that left, and we I think we have. And uh, and he you know wants to do one thing with the rest of his teammates, and that's you know go win win a conference championship and go make a run at the national championship at the FCS level. And I think that says a lot about who Parker is. And, you know, I think you look at what happened yesterday for us. We had three guys off our defense make NFL, two make NFL practice squads, and then one make the 53-man roster. Give us the three names, please. All right, so uh, Matt Jackson, who's an All-American outside linebacker for us, made the 53-man roster for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, T.K. McClendon, who was a, a defensive tackle force, made their practice squad, and uh, the Titans. And then uh, Willie Taylor went and played in the XFL right after the season, won an XFL championship, went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, got injured, came back, and they, they kept him for the practice squad. So, I mean, I think it, it speaks volumes for what we have. We, got, we received our senior bowl information for Parker and our uh, right tackle, Josiah Ezra, um, uh, for this year. So, I think it just, you know, it lets these guys know, hey, sometimes you got to play, and sometimes you got to play well. He knew what he had here. We lost one receiver to Iowa State, and he's starting at Iowa State now. Uh, but other than that, the rest of our receivers stayed, our tailback stayed, our tight ends stayed. We brought in some guys to, you know, replace the guy that graduated and the one that left. And I think Parker felt comfortable with, you know, hey, I know the coaches. I know this. We had a quarterback coaching change, but he felt comfortable with Maxwell Smith, who played at Kentucky and, and is now coaching our quarterbacks. And I just think, you know, Parker realized, like, you know, playing and having success is important. And you can do that at this level. Going to, you know, wherever in whatever big conference, you know, something may – I mean, what happens if, if, if he got hurt? What happens, you know, and it wasn't a season-ending injury, but threw him behind the eight ball. He's got, he's got cred here. He's got built-up credibility with me and, you know, a lot of people. I mean, he has to perform to play like anybody, but, I mean, he would have to perform really poorly for us to not to play him, right? And there's so many factors that go into it, and he made a mature decision. Plus, he's getting his master's from here. He already started his MBA program. He'll have his master's. Uh, when he when the season's over and he'll be ready to go compete and and do everything he can to get in the NFL, you know, and which so, I think I think will happen. Uh, but I, I need to step on you, Walt. Walt Wells, kind no, enough to join us for a couple minutes. Um, whether he plays in the NFL or not, first of all, I'll be shocked if he's not in somebody's camp. And would it surprise me if he has a great year, which I expect? Obviously, you expect too that he gets at least on a squad next year. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But here's the other point, and I wonder if, and I bet you pitched him on this. He's going to get his MBA, which is spectacular from Eastern, right? It would right. seem to me by spending your entire career at Eastern with all the great people in Richmond and, you know, all over the place, 
where you guys have been, the odds of him getting a really good job in that <laughs> field because he stayed at Eastern probably increase exponentially versus if he went, I, I, no disrespect to Utah State, but you, you know where I'm coming from. Let's say he right. went to Utah State and became the quarterback and had a great year, okay? Right. Uh, but right. how quickly is he going to get that same great job? Maybe, but I think the odds of his future, believe it or not, are better by staying at EKU, which I don't think people look at. Well, that, that, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, he had dinner uh, or lunch, I can't remember what it was, with our AD and president and talked about those very things. Really? And those are things that... Oh, my that, gosh, what a mature kid. Holy mackerel. That, that we have to, you know, that we have to, you know, provide him those opportunities. As, I mean, you're recruiting just like you're recruiting him, you know, to stay, just like you were recruiting him to come here. And so we set that meeting up and said, hey, man, you know, go in there and listen to what people that are you know in the field in the profession know everybody around i mean sure there's an unbelievable wealth of former players that all played for coach roy kid we all know that right and the network that that has parker you may be the best of all of them ever i mean right now you you own most of the offensive records in your fifth year just with a sixth year you're going to crush all that right and so you, you know, arguably could be one of the best that ever played here. People are, it's going to matter to people that really love EKU. And by the and way, I'm sorry, go ahead. Walt. I think that happened. No, I'm sorry. And I just think that's important. Uh, it is important. Sorry for stepping on you again. Uh, almost 4,000 yards last year, completed over 68%, 33 touchdowns and eight picks, long gain of 80, and the quarterback rating of 161.3. That's a wow. that's a big wow the other thing is and I've read this about him and I'm sure it's true and everybody makes recruiting mistakes and you were blessed with what you all did EKU was the only school to offer this kid a scholarship yes and that was me now Parker was here when I got here Mark Elder and his staff did that Um, he's the only one he's from a little bitty small town outside of Knoxville I was actually at Tennessee when he was recruited here and so I knew exactly who Parker was and and I thought well, that's a good fit for you know for EKU, and I didn't realize that you know Tennessee Tech or East Tennessee State or Chattanooga or you know Middle Tennessee or anybody hadn't offered him, and uh, I just uh, you know because he was Mister Football, he's captain of the baseball and basketball team. You know he's the you know he's just the all American kid to be honest with you. I mean he's a three eight student in undergrad and he's a four in graduate school. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I'm telling you, he is a he's a one. I mean, he's a once in a lifetime, sometimes in in a lot of ways, career type player that you you don't get a lot of. And uh, we've been blessed. And you know, I know we've got other players around him. I know the one thing I can say about Parker is we're, me and you are talking about him a lot. Everybody talks about Parker a lot. The one thing that's great about that is our kids don't get sick of hearing about Parker. Wow, no jealousy. Wow! Not one drop. Wow! And and if it if it is, then they do a hell of a job. Excuse me, a heck of a job of of covering it up because I haven't seen it. I hadn't had one person complain about Parker. You know, because usually your receivers are your biggest complainers, right? Yep. And they can't complain about it. <laughs> so because you know he's going to get them the rock, and uh, and so you know we're we're just blessed that that at this time and age. 
of when it it everything everything's better somewhere else um that he he saw the light and and decided this was the place for him and 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 had the maturity to make that decision and again i credit his you know his parents his grandparents i mean he comes from a strong background uh-huh. and uh and i think that's uh, a credit to them and and how they've raised him the uh, other time you were kind enough to join us you were in the studio and and i'm Obviously, it's a lot more important to you, but I've made yeah. it kind of a light crusade to push AEDs across the state uh, and anywhere in the world. And, and right. uh, you put out a tweet that when Mossy was here, Steve Moss saw it first. Steve was a terrific guest the other day that I knew was about a year, but I didn't realize. I think it was Monday. It was 365 days since an AED machine saved your life. And, and, Correct. And, and the, I, I love the tweet you put out. Because you were with the three people that saved your life, and if that AED machine wasn't that close by, you might not be talking to me now. And so uh, just a final comment about how, how you fortunate you feel to be here and your attitude and everything that's gone on with this. Well, uh, first and foremost, those three people, and, and, and I think in the tweet I, I mentioned how they're young. I mean, I think the oldest one of those three people – was uh, maybe KP. She might get mad at me for saying that, but uh, but I think she's 26, maybe. Okay, I know Thomas is 23, and and Zach is right in there at 23 and 24. Those young people did exactly what they were trained to do. And how many times in the world can you say that? I know at 23 to 25 years old, there's no way in hell that I would have been able to do exactly what I was trained to do. And those people did it, and the AED was the reason that I'm around. Um, I mean, the CPR at first, and then the AED. And, you know, I went four and a half, uh, I guess, what, I think it's five minutes, they say, your brain dead. I think I went four and a half minutes before I got a heartbeat back. Uh, they, they, I mean, can you imagine doing chest compressions and AED and all that for four and a half minutes? No. On somebody, you know, I mean, they did it. And, you know, it. it I had to be shocked by an AED seven times and between Richmond and UK health and you know, the, the importance of that, our whole staff got trained right before training camp on, on CPR and AED use. So every coaching uh, and every support staff member is a, is a certified CPR and all that. I mean, it, you know, if one of our kids goes down like that, we have to be able to react. We have to, you know, I've, Two weeks ago, me and Gary McPeak sat down and with our trainer and and our game management team and everybody, and made sure that we have that in, during the game in case something like Damar Ham, uh, Hamlin happens. I mean, we cannot let that happen um, when we have the resources available, and we do. And and I can't thank EKU enough because if you walk through our building, and uh, we, I moved into this building in 1999 when I was here, and they weren't here then, but there's. Four, I think it's four AEDs in this building. And so, you know, one of them was 50 yards, not even 50 yards, 50 feet away from my office, and I was blessed. And I was truly blessed by those people. Um, the paramedics here in, in, in Richmond, the EMTs in Richmond, and then obviously the staff at UK Health. I mean, it, it you know, yeah. yeah was, Monday was a hard day. It, it was harder than I ever thought it would be. Really? Alan, I, I, I thought it would be. You know, because I came back so quick, and I just, you know, went right into the Bowling Green game and went right into the season and, you know, then recruiting and then 
spring and then, you know, working, you know, everybody recruiting Parker and, you know, you just, you just weren't. And, and through it all, I felt better and better and better each month. But when you, you know, your nerves got you a little bit. I mean, I looked up at nine, uh, 45 on that day. And I'm like, all right, in about 15 minutes, I'm, you know, a year ago, I went, I was gone. I mean, literally dead seven different times. And, you know, for minutes and it just, it, you know, it, there is a, uh, I, I don't know if mental health or whatever you want to call it. It just like, all right, good. I'm, you know, Thomas came in, he made sure he was filling <laughs> He was in my office at that time filling up the refrigerator like he was last year just to make sure I was okay. Everybody walked through and unlocked my, or opened my door to make sure the door was open, that it wasn't shut and locked. And, you know, it, it was a constant reminder that day of everything that went on. But And I appreciate everybody, you know, doing that. But it was, uh, you know, you, Matt Jackson who was uh, sent me a text that day. You know, it, it's just... You would never think he's sitting there waiting the next day to find out if he gets cut or not from the Titans, and you know. But but when all this went down, he was down in the weight room with the rest of the team working out, and you know to see all that, you know, it, I guess it's got to have an impact on everybody uh, more than I realized, and it definitely you know affected me more than I realized. Well, and that's human nature. Plus, you're telling the obvious. You got a lot of people who care about you, Coach. It's pretty well, pretty obvious. It, there, there's a lot of people that I appreciate you saying that, and, and there's a lot of people that just really, you know, it's just amazing everybody that did their job, and 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 yes, they do. They they cared about me, and I really appreciate that. Uh, good luck this season. You got a fan in me. I wish you nothing but the best. I hope sometime, if we can work it out, I'd love to have your quarterback on the air. I don't know if you allow uh, yeah, athletes do. to do it. I'd love to talk to him. I mean, he is – the all-American kid and, and and a great quarterback and and a shining example of VKU and how to do things properly. Uh, good luck for the whole season. Um, if it's not too busy, I'd love to have you back sometime during the season just to yak about whatever. Uh, Godspeed. I'm glad you're still with us. Duh. And um, have a great year. And I'm rooting like hell for you. Well, I appreciate that. Anytime you need us, you just let us know what you want. We're here for that. Um, you know, our our Parker's a great one to have on and and. You know, I'm looking forward to this football season, so I'm excited. Coach, thank you so much for having me. Coach, thank you, man. Bless you, dude. Have a great day. See you. Bye. Bye. Walt Wells. Jimmy, is that good? Is that good? Still the story of him telling that he had to be revived seven times is still nuts. Four and a half minutes. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what's – I'm not a doctor, but what's worse, four and a half minutes or seven times? I guess seven times. Revived seven times. And – awesome it, it really is awesome oh i got when he said seven times i got a chill and he was right here when he talked about it yeah and i got a chill then too actually when he was here i was worried about losing it i mean dear lord seven times four and a half minutes and he's alive what a blessing jimmy says break break coming up we'll be honored and pleased to talk to the play-by-play man for Ball State as we get ready for Kentucky Saturday. 859-533-0914. 859-533-0914. Blue Lotus Health. Ramon Cariega, acupuncture. 
You hear me say it all the time. It's helped me tremendously. It really has. Check out Ramon, not too far from the studio. Blue Lotus Health, 859-533-0914. It's different. It's unique. I don't understand it, and I hope to be doing it 30 years from now. Blue Lotus Health. The Alan Cutler Show on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM and on the ESPN Lexington app. Presented by Republic Bank. At Don Franklin, we're more than a group of car dealerships. We're hardworking, everyday people of Kentucky. We strive daily to give 110% to our customers, our employees, and our families. We are committed to providing everyone with a safe and reliable vehicle. And we continue our tradition of supporting our local communities. At all 24 dealerships across Kentucky, we will treat you like family. Don Franklin Family of Dealerships, we are Kentucky. Houchins Insurance Group is proud to partner with Auto Owners Insurance, a company that provides opportunity for independent agents to make insurance simple for their clients, offering risk management services that range from a renter's policy for your college student to home and auto coverage for your entire family. Houchins Insurance Group assures you that nobody works harder to keep you protected from life's uncertainties. Reach out to A.J. Boss or Zach Bennett at 859-263-2771 to see if Auto Owners Insurance makes sense for you. Overdraft fees? More like no overdraft fees. With a simple access checking account from Republic Bank, you don't have to worry about overdraft fees because there are none. But there's more. Simple access checking may allow you to access your direct deposit up to two business days early and gives you the convenience of a Republic Bank MasterCard debit card. Learn more at republicbank.com simple. It's just easier here. Member FDIC. It's summertime, and that means it's time to hit the road. Whether you're heading across town or across the state, going on a picnic to a baseball game or driving to the lake, stop by, fill up, and stock up at Clark's Pump and Shop, your road trip headquarters. Clark's Pump and Shop has everything you need to get you to your summertime destination, including five-hour energy shots, buy two, get one free, and Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Dr. Pepper 20-ounce bottles, three for $5. Clark's Pump and Shop, return, refresh, refuel. Lexington area weather. Really nice conditions expected for your Wednesday afternoon highs into the upper 70s, pushing 80 degrees with mostly sunny skies. Tonight we fall into the low to mid 50s and the beautiful weather continues on Thursday. Highs tomorrow, once again, struggling to reach 80 degrees with sunny skies. I'm ABC 36 Storm Team Meteorologist Dylan Goday. Matthew was in Eddie and the Cruisers and St. Elmo's Fire. Jimmy can finally go see R-rated movies without an adult. Matthew and Jimmy, weekdays 10 to noon on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Back to No Filter Radio with Alan Cutler. Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Google, Monday through Friday. What a show. What a great day we've had from Corey Price announcing exclusively on the show the all-UK team from the past 50 years at Commonwealth Stadium and Kroger Field. That was spectacular. Uh, my old partner, Keith Farmer of Valley X18, kind enough to join us talking about the team and shared the conversation with Corey Price. And now, Mick Tidro. I'll tell you what, he looks like he's 18 years old. God bless you, dude, that you're already the play-by-play man at Ball State. You got a hell of a job this, this young, which means you must be really good. You graduated in 2020, and, and, and I just saw this now that you are the third person in about 70 years, only three, to be the play-by-play man at Ball State. 
Uh, so you got some big shoes to fill. Congratulations and thanks for joining us for a couple minutes. Alan, I appreciate uh, you having me on the show, and <laughs> you're not the first person to say that I look 18 still, which is really funny. But uh, yeah, going into my second year here at Ball State, and it's just been a blessing. Like this has been a journey to to just be grateful for every step of the way, and the two voices of Ball State before Maury Manny's and, and Joel Gadet just set the standard for what this position is and I just walk into the booth every week and I'm just super grateful and taken aback because Alan, I was a student here for six years and got two degrees and had a chance to walk around and be a part of athletics and a part of student radio broadcast and feel a little bit here and there. And to now be in the seat that I'm in is just a super big blessing. Uh, you know, I was going to say 15, you know, why I didn't in your, pi- <laughs> in your picture, you didn't shave. Otherwise I'm going to say you look 15. <laughs> Yeah, I, I let the grow, the beard grow a little bit, or the I guess it's not really a beard; it's a, a couple hairs here and there grow a little you. bit for the picture to, to to make it look a little bit better. It ate you a little bit. I thought that was actually pretty smart. You know, and, and I, I, I want to get I don't want to get on a tangent on it, but Maury Manny's, if I'm pronouncing that correct, did the play by play from Jimmy. Listen to this: 1956 to 2012. That's unbelievable. He did, and he's he, he passed away recently, and so we always send our best to the Manny's family and really appreciate what Maury did for Ball State for so many years. And it's special to me, Alan, because I was a two-time recipient as a student of his scholarship. Oh, wow. And it feels full circle to be in this seat and to be able to 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 respect and to honor what he did for so many years. So, wow. yeah, he is, he's got a banner in the rafters um, with, the, with the microphone hanging up 56 years. Um, in our in our basketball arena, so he's a he's very special to to all of us. Tell me about Ball State. I mean, I have always had a lot of respect for Mac schools. I mean, tough football. There's so many guys as you know real well that are let's say a great lineman that's six two and two ninety, and if he was six four, a bigger school might have recruited him. There's there's so many great football players in the Mac, um, and, and I still don't think it ever gets enough respect. And what it would mean to come in and beat Kentucky and where Ball State is as a program? For sure, Alan. I think the big thing about the MAC is they're always pumping out those offensive linemen. And Ball State has one in the NFL right now with the Indianapolis Colts, Danny Pinter, who unfortunately just got hurt. Um, but there are so many different players that make it to the NFL from the MAC because of the physicality and the ability to go play in a conference that's going to be competitive and that still puts you on the map to get to the NFL. Everybody talks about the power five schools, this or there, but you have a legitimate shot to be a huge difference maker in the Mac from day one. And there are a lot of players that do take advantage of that and shine on the stage. I um, mean, for ball state, that's been no different. There's been players that have come through like Carson Steele played the last two years here. And now is at UCLA as, as one of their starting running backs. So you can have an opportunity to, to be a star and go do big things being from the Mid-American Conference and Ball State this year specifically, Alan, I think the, the thought is that they're ready to go. Like everybody's been just itching for week one, and I know that can be said across the country, but uh, this, this team is exciting because of all the pieces they have returning, some new faces um, within, within the program that transfer from other MAC schools like our running back Marquez Cooper. Uh, he's an all-MAC first-team member at running back from Kent State, and now he's at Ball State. So there are a lot of exciting pieces to be had, and a lot of players that played at Penn State a couple years ago um, in that matchup, and then a lot of current Cardinals that also played on the road at Tennessee in SEC country last year. So there's experience with the big environments and those 
those crowds in those stadiums. Mick Tidrow, kind enough to join us for a couple minutes, the play-by-play man, the voice of Ball State, and you have a veteran quarterback. As, as you know, quarterbacks flip around, you know, play here, play there, whatever, and you could end up with some people who were recruited by huge places that end up at places like Ball State, and it's usually a winner for the athlete and a winner for schools like Ball State. Tell me about him. Yeah, Lane Hatcher's been fantastic since he jumped into campus, Alan, and the, the fun thing about Lane is he has over 10,000 passing yards in his collegiate career, and he's not too far away from having more passing yards in his career than Peyton Manning had at Tennessee. So whenever you hear that, it jumps off the page as somebody who can perform and do it at a high level. So the, the Lane Hatcher um, hype and the, the, the experience with him so far has been great, and he's really come in and, and, and been a leader, um, been one of the, the leaders on this team. And that's really hard to, to say for most players coming in in his position, played at a couple of different schools, has one year left of eligibility, and comes in as, as a quarterback. And he's really taken that group and, and made it uh, better. And he has definitely put himself in a position to have success. Uh, Mick Tidrow, play-by-play man, Ball State. Tell us the style we can expect. So you got a quarterback who's got over 10,000 yards. When I first saw it, and I went, what? I mean, I just stared at it. <laughs> Because, you know, 10,000 is, is, as everybody who follows college football, it's just a – you're talking stratosphere numbers. So is Ball State going to throw the ball more because you got Lane Hatcher? Or, you know, what – without giving away trade secrets, but, you know, what is the composition of what we'll see on Saturday? Yeah, I think everybody's still trying to figure that part out, Alan, looking at game plans and all that stuff. Um, I don't know for sure what that's going to look like just because we've got – we've got so many different pieces and so many new faces within the offense at those big places. So like with the Marquez Cooper running back, laying at quarterback, I think everybody's just still, still trying to settle in and figure out what that looks like. Um, but yeah, I think after week one, we'll have a, a much clearer picture of what that is. Um, and then going into week two against Georgia, have an even better idea. So not sure how to answer your question okay. just because it is still so early and we're all, I think everybody's trying to figure that out. It makes sense. Uh, Got to ask and not surprised about the answer. You know, you see what works and you kind of go from there. Um, from the Ball State side, if there's one thing or two things that they're most concerned about the University of Kentucky, from your perspective, it would be? Definitely the ability of Larry to throw the football <laughs> because of the experience that he's had and the success he, he posted last year with NC State and the numbers he 35 touchdowns six interceptions like that is Alan that is big time that those are those are good numbers um, for him to be able to post so I think that everybody's or sorry that was two years ago um, injured last year a little bit um, but I think Leary's ability to do what he does on such a high level is definitely something that I think I'm looking for to to see how Ball State responds and then of course uh, just the offensive line presence of, of an SEC school we know that um, one of the offensive linemen to transfer from Northern Illinois. So um, familiar with that. They've got a couple of NIU transfers. But, uh, yeah, just, just the consistency of, of what an offensive line in the SEC looks like and all those playmakers um, at wide receivers. So very interested to see how the Cardinals uh, handle with all that. But Larry at quarterback is definitely an intriguing piece. Uh, if this is not a fair question, tell me. Uh, but I've done this for a long time, and, and Ball State – as respected as the Mac is, you got to play Kentucky, then Georgia, and there is a theory at times when you're going against, because I have not looked at your at, at the depth chart and numbers, as you know, often lie, but I'm assuming the obvious that Kentucky will be heavier 
in a lot of trench positions. And when you have to go against Kentucky and then Georgia and then get into the MAC, which is tough enough as it is, any fear that too many guys will get beat up before you get into your conference, which is what will dictate how your season goes, or you think that's not a fair question? Yeah, well, and I think it's a I think it's a question to ponder for sure. And I think the one good thing about that is that a lot of the offensive linemen on Ball State's roster saw time against Tennessee last year and have that experience. Okay, um, from an SEC opponent standpoint, uh, the, the Ball State offensive line combined has over sixty starts, and a lot of that was a lot of those players played against Tennessee. So um, I think that that helps a ton being able to know. Okay, this is what we went through last year against an SEC school, and this is what we can kind of expect this year. It's a back-to-back week stretch this year instead of just the one game, but I think there is that level of confidence that, hey, we, we've played in this environment. We've played against those type of defensive linemen. Let's go show them what we've got. Yeah, and plus the other guy you didn't mention uh, in the conversation, John Paddock was your quarterback, and he goes to Illinois. So, you know, I, yeah, the re-recruiting yeah. that has to go on in places like Ball State and Eastern, even in Kentucky, doesn't make a difference. <laughs> and Alabama, they right. lost a whole bunch of – of backup offensive linemen that were very highly recruited. I mean, exactly. it, everybody's losing people. There's no question about it. It's got to be nuts on every level. It's not just Kentucky who's the point of view. Right. In the last three years, Ball State will have three different starting quarterbacks week one. Drew Plitt, NFL preseason looks at the Cincinnati Bengals, and then you mentioned John from last year, and now going into week one lane. So it's it's one of those things where every school has to go with it, and uh, Kentucky's got a new quarterback too. Um, so it is. It's a revolving door around um, college athletics and the football side of things, and it it's always hard to track. Right, we're, we're trying to figure out who's where and who's doing what. But I think that's that's kind of the world it is right now. Uh, Mick Tidrow, thank you for your time. I wish you nothing but the best. You don't need my my help because, dude, you're on your way. Uh, enjoy the experience. Um, I really like the fact that since I'm an old guy, the respect you showed. For the people before you, I really like it when people your age respect history. It's probably one of the many reasons you're in the seat you're in at such an early age. And I wish you Godspeed and the best of luck, and thank you for joining us. I appreciate that, Alan. Thank you for the kind words, and I appreciate you having me on the show. Go Cards. Thanks. I appreciate it. I like, <laughs> I like how he snuck that in. Go Cards. I had to. Yeah, no blame you. It's all good, dude. Mick Tidrow, kind enough to join us. That was really good. Jimmy, nice kid. Really nice kid. It's crazy. He's not even 30. Is he 25? I think I looked. I couldn't tell when the article was from, but it was. I, he might be 28 now. He's either 27 or 28. No. So Well, then he's lucky. He's got a baby face. Of course, that picture could be a couple years old. But, you know, the fact that he won the scholarship twice of Maury Manis, who was the play-by-play guy from 56 to 2012, you could tell he's respectful. Yeah. And he respects history. Feel like you're not going to get that job at at his age if you're not that exactly how he is. I agree. Respectful, understanding the history and everything yeah. of that position. You know that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I mean, and maybe he'll stay there for forty years. Who knows? I bet you. So, again, the soda pop. Why do I? It comes out of my mouth. I have to stop this. Uh, he'll end up at a much bigger place, and that's no not disrespectful of Ball State. Yeah. Bit. And I haven't even heard him. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna not on Saturday. But uh, I'm going to try to remember to maybe listen to a Ball State game just in my ear just to see how he is. I'm now, I'm now curious how, how good he is. I bet he's good. Looking here, so it looks like he also – so he's the radio play-by-play voice for Ball State football and men's basketball and select ESPN Plus broadcasts. 
So oh. this was it looks like this was from the Ball State uh website. Now, is uh, he doing was, Ball State on ESPN Plus or other games? Uh, that's all it says. Okay, because if he's doing other games, first of all, it's really good if he's doing Ball State yeah. and they're picking up the feed and stuff like that. But if he's already doing other games on ESPN Plus, the kid has to be, when I say kid, please, I don't mean any disrespect. He's got to be really good Yeah, at that age. Yeah, in this article it says, uh, at 27 years old, he's believed to be the youngest football bowl subdivision, FBS, uh, play-by-play broadcaster in the nation. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's really impressive. Uh, we've had a hell of a day. We need to take a break. Can we continue? I'd, yeah, we can go We can go through. Okay. So, um, I, I don't think, and I tried, to emphasize how special what Corey Price did. I was a history major. And I respect history. And I wasn't trying to push UK's budget. I really wasn't. Wink, wink. But this all-UK team for the past 50 years in the history of Commonwealth and now Cromwell Stadium and Kroger Field, I think is spectacular. He had, what was it, 61 people voted? I think, yeah. Something like that. Um, Media types, current and former, and a few players. Uh, It's a great lineup. I really hope that we see stuff online all over the place and – you know, the Herald, the Courier, KSR, whatever, all this stuff. I hope they pick up on it. I hope UK makes a big deal of this. And, and I really hope they put this in, let's say, the UK's program. Or maybe UK was going to work on this thing and we didn't know about it. Not the kind of thing I would know about it. And, and whatever. I, I think it's really cool to honor these guys. And especially guys going all the way back to the 70s and stuff like that. It also amplifies what Corey's point was, is that – and. I've said this, a lot of people have said, there have been a lot of great football players here, even though there have been a lot of bad football teams. And now the football team is really good. Yeah. This could be a really special year. But sometimes when you don't win, like in Alabama or some others, you often get slighted or overlooked. And I think at times it's true. When you look at the three teams that they put out, I mean, there are pros on team number three. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's hard too to to not have recency bias when you do this. It's to me, it's harder just for stats wise, like you said about uh, Ramsey. They just didn't throw the ball as much back, so right. it would be hard to pick him over any of the other more recent quarterbacks because now everyone just throws the ball. So, but here's the difference, though. You know, part of what you're saying, I agree 100. percent Yeah. But the other part is, it's not Ramsey's fault they didn't throw the ball, and he was the leader of one of the two. Greatest UK teams of all time. Yeah. The team that Babe Perilli led that beat Oklahoma, who had won how many games in a row was it? 30-something, whatever it was, in the bowl game where they had already announced that Oklahoma won the national championship again, mm. which I still I, – I remember when I found out, I, I thought I was reading bad copy. I'm going, nobody would be this dumb, but they used to make the announcement of – who won the national championship before the bowl games. <laughs> I, I'd love to hear. I, I couldn't get an explanation. I, and I talked to a lot of old-time writers who are no longer with us. You know, there were a lot of guys who had covered the Georges and all kinds of places for decades and decades and decades and decades. And it's not like I asked 20 of them, but I asked four or five guys, and I never could get a good explanation why they did that. Yeah. And so they gave Kentucky the national championship when I was here. So they never <laughs> got any love for it. And it was kind of like an afterthought. And, and and think about, had they done it 
the proper way, which is, you know, judges. So it's not, as Ramsey has told me, it's not my fault Fran wouldn't let me throw the ball Yeah, because Fran didn't want to throw the ball. That certainly was a shot at Ramsey. But he was a leader Yeah, and the captain, the leader of one of the two greatest teams in the history of Kentucky. And to me, that still means more than I think at times gets advertised. And I think that's the cool part about these lists is it's, you could go about it different ways. You could go by who has the best statistics and make that a team, or you could go by other things where if you were around the team more and you know who was the heartbeat of that team, say he gets in over someone else. Well, well the numbers weren't the same, but if he wasn't on that team, the team would have been nowhere near as good as they were. So and that's what makes these feel like you can't say one list is wrong and the other is right because it's all in how you look at it. Absolutely. By the way, so... Uh, it leads it leads to really awesome discussions. Yes. And so maybe younger fans who didn't know who Derek Ramsey was, now they go, Derek Ramsey, who's he? And then they look into him because they say, oh, he's not better than Tim Couch. He shouldn't be here. But it leads to more discussions yes. that lead to other discussions, which leads to more exposure. Which is great for the program yeah, in UK football. Yeah. And by the way, I think I got six wrong. I'm going to tally up when I go home. But even though I got six wrong, guess what? That doesn't mean I'm wrong or yeah. the list is wrong. There's no right or wrong here. It's a, it's a feeling thing, um, a really feeling thing. So this is a – I do like that there should be an athlete part on there because I feel like Lynn Bowden deserves to be on the number one team, but where do you put him? He was a receiver, but he also played quarterback, but he has you know the six most rushing yards in a single season. So it's like where does he belong? Right. But the impact that he had on that team – Was unbelievable. And everything he did by himself, it seemed like. It's incredible. He, he had, in a stretch, one of the great runs in the history of Kentucky football. <laughs> yeah. Multiple 250-plus-yard rushing games. Oh, when everybody knew he's going to run yeah. the ball. I mean, come on, nine people are in the box. It doesn't matter. He still makes you miss. I'm surprised he's not already. I'm serious now, and I'm so wrong. I thought he's going to be a star in the NFL. I mean, I did not, too. not an NFL Hall of Famer, but I thought he would be a, a a star, an absolute star. Yeah, when I suggested there should have been an athlete, can you hear Corey's voice? Yeah, I should have done it. Yeah. Which, Corey did. I shouldn't have said that, but Corey did. Well, he said it. Corey did an unbelievable job. I'm proud of you, Corey, and he's a gem. By the way, really quick, I just retweeted that Mark Sheldon, who does a really good job covering the Reds, has been on this show. He did a Q&A, and I haven't read it yet. It just came out on Colin Calgill about the team's success running and taking extra bases this year, and part of the reason me doing that because he's from Henry Clay. And it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being a big league manager. I'm serious. I'm, and, and he deserves a lot of credit. Jimmy, thank you so much. Coming up tomorrow, I'm really excited about Shane Boyd joining us tomorrow. Uh, Shane's just one of the greats people who had a hell of a career at Kentucky. I, Shane is very, very special to me. Um, he's changed his schedule to do the show, which he shouldn't have done, but I appreciate it. Also, Brad Taylor, who's coming up next, we will have Brad on every time before a UK football or basketball game to talk about the gambling. And we're doing it tomorrow because there's no show on Friday because Reds baseball. Reds and Giants uh, tomorrow at 3.15. Today, 3.15 today, the pregame show. Uh, Matthew and Jimmy coming up uh, tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow from 10 to noon. You think I know when the heck you're on and I'm on? I got no clue. Matthew and Jimmy from 10 to 2. Cutler from 12 to 2. Brad Taylor at 2 o'clock. Alan Cutler, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. 1300 AM, 92.5. Thank you, Keith Farmer, too. 92.5. And Mick Tidrow. And Corey, Corey Price, 92.5 FM. Listen to the Alan Cutler.